Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. So there's something that's happening at the moment, and I'm really curious to know if you feel this in your own life too, but there's something that's really coming through for people. And I've noticed this with lots of clients and people who I take discovery calls with and people just sort of generally in my community and colleagues as well. But there is something really coming through for people at the moment that feels like an emergence an emergence of something else, okay? I really want to kind of dive into this because it feels like something that has come up in conversation, but people can't quite get their arms around. Well, what does that really mean? And what does that look like? And what is this kind of energy or this emergence of this thing? Like, what is it that's coming forward? And so how can we start to understand that? How can we unpick it? But, you know, the theme that really comes through with this, with people, it's like something's changing, something's evolving in me, first of all, but then also the way that I'm showing up in my relationships, the way I'm showing up in my business, my career, it's like there's something else that wants to be birthed through and people are really struggling to get their arms around this. So I want to kind of dedicate some time to just unpicking and exploring this today. I've kind of got some thoughts on it that I want to kind of talk through with you guys and As always, this isn't particularly scripted or anything like that. I've literally got like a couple of post-it notes with some ideas scribbled down (laughs) in front of me, but I just think this is such a a new and interesting topic for people. And I have no doubt that the last few years of the pandemic and isolation and what else is happening in the world has really created this within people. It's sort of really called people to that point in their life where they're starting to ask those big questions. They've asked them in many cases. And now there's almost like this period of gestation before whatever it is that needs to change in people's lives is about to be birthed through. And what's interesting is, as I was sort of preparing for this episode as well, I was kind of thinking back to uh, Jung, the the Swiss psychoanalyst who who spoke a lot about the shadow. You guys know I'm a really big fan of Jung's work. I um, am really interested in the shadow and a lot of his work on the personal and the collective unconscious as well. I'm starting to really introduce a lot of that into my work sort of over the past six to 12 months in particular. And one of the things that he spoke about was this concept of the negredo, okay? And it's very, very similar to what I've spoken about in the past and what a lot of people in the spiritual community refer to as a dark night of the soul, which is where we start to go into this period of kind of internal crisis a little bit where we're kind of reorganizing our personality, things that are happening within us. We're thrown about a little bit because circumstances change. We're having to really confront parts of our shadow as well. And so he really referred to this concept as the negredo. And in fact, it wasn't his term. It was actually an alchemical term that was used obviously years and years and years and years ago that really talks about this kind of psycho-spiritual transformation that many of us, if not all of us in our lives at some point go through. And obviously we can have several of these. And I personally have had several of these in my life as well. But the thing that I love about 
this idea of the negredo, no matter how painful it can feel at the time, no matter how confusing it can feel, is that it's this kind of concept of that something emerging, that thing that is kind of unexpected, the thing that we are in many ways totally unprepared for and that sort of brews and wants to come forward and get our attention and needs to be birthed through us. And really, you know, when we, when we think about it, this is alchemy in its, in its finest form. It's like it's bringing together two materials, two substances, and really merging them and blending them to create something new out of them, okay? And so I, I really love this, and I kind of wanted to just bring this into the conversation today too, because this whole concept of something emerging, something that is unexpected, that we're unprepared for, what I'm really noticing with the people that I speak to is that whatever this thing is, no matter how nebulous it feels and how painful it can actually feel as well in its confusion and in its, um, you know, in its sort of painful aspects, is it's like it's demanding an accommodation. It's demanding that we look at it and it's demanding that we sit with it and that we don't just keep defaulting to our learned behaviors and patterns around blocking it out or numbing it out or whatever. People are again, I feel like this is a real energy change in the collective that's, that's come about the past few years, but I feel like people are really having to look at this stuff and they want to look at it as well with eyes wide open. And this is, you know, just a side note too, but it's like, if you're in the business of healing and of transformation, of coaching, of therapy, of wellness, whatever your particular modality is, I really honestly feel that your work right now is needed more than ever. Because I feel like there are so many people in the collective going through this sort of re-emergence, this negredo, this sort of feeling of what's next in my life and having to deal with some of those painful aspects of it as well. All right. Because really what the negredo does, and this is something that Jung spoke about as well, is it's really calling for a death to our illusions the illusions that we've put up around what's working or what's not working in our relationships or in our business. It's really calling those parts of us forward that know the truth of, of what's going on and what we desire and what we're here to do. But it's calling those parts of us forward to the table for us to really look at and be with and sit with and start integrating into our life too. And so when we kind of lift up and when we can kind of get that perspective on this feeling of this sort of psycho-spiritual transformation where we can see that ultimately it's a, it's a phase that we can move through and we can talk about what's on the other side of that too. But it really does feel at the time when you're in it, if you kind of go from that helicopter view and, and we can look down upon it and we can see that it's for our evolution and our consciousness and our growth and our ultimately our joy in life. But when we kind of bring ourselves back down into that micro kind of aspect, it can feel really painful. And we can feel like we are being washed around and we can feel like there is this pressure being applied to not only our mind, but to our body and to our emotions as well. We feel like we are being squeezed. And this is very much the feeling that I'm noticing coming through in the collective and the people I'm speaking to at the moment. It's this feeling of, of being squeezed, this feeling of pressure and this feeling of being put into a sense of incubation. And what that can do, I find, is it causes people, yes, stress, okay? Yes, overwhelm, of course. 
but it can also create a lot of exhaustion, a lot of tiredness. I notice there are a lot of people feeling tired at the moment. Okay. So this is really, you know, the point of today's episode is again, not to throw five quick tips at you on how to deal with your freaking negredo. Like that's, <laughs> that's not going to kind of work. Right. But it's to just open up a conversation about this and to give you some reassurance that if this is something that you are feeling and experiencing, particularly now in 2022, you are not alone. And there really does seem to be a sense of this energetically happening in the collective. Uh, and this isn't just for people who are on a spiritual path. This isn't just for people who are dedicated, you know, and self-development kind of gurus. This is everybody. This is everyone I speak to from, uh, you know, the, the guy, I was speaking to someone in the bakery, in my local bakery the other day. I was speaking to a friend of mine. You know, people who aren't necessarily on this path, they are all feeling this sense of, something's coming, something's changing. All right. So I'd be really curious to know if you've sensed this too. Okay. And so if we kind of look at this as an arrival, okay, almost like, and I think even Jung speaks about this too, this kind of idea of the negredo as being like this, this pregnancy and this incubation period where we are cast into the blackness, into the darkness. All right. And, you know, sometimes that can be brought on by a life crisis. Hello, you know, we've all been through a life crisis over the last couple of years, you know, when we've been thrown into isolation or, you know, um, you know, collectively there's been a lot of trauma and, and things like that too and a lot of dissension, a lot of upheaval. Many of us have had that reflected back in our own personal circumstances too with relationship breakdowns, career changes, job losses, businesses changing and all of this sort of stuff. There's been a lot of change. But it's like, it's this real sense of this arrival and something new is coming. And this is where, you know, the beauty of this work, you know, the beauty of this work is A, when we survive it, when we survive it, actually what's on the other side is this incredible period of expansion and growth and evolution for us as souls, obviously as us as a society as well. But the key is, is that we've got to get through it. All right. We've got to get through it. And whatever that looks like for you, everyone is going to be different. All right. But what I really strongly suggest is that you don't navigate this alone. You don't need to navigate this alone. This is why there are so many people in this community and obviously people around you that you can call in to support. But this is about really understanding what's going on, not feeling like you're just being thrown about willy nilly. Why does this happen to me? But when I think you can step outside of it and keep that beautiful psycho-spiritual perspective on what's happening and starting to prepare for what's next, even though you can't get your arms around it, even though you don't know what it is, but knowing that you are this incredible, beautiful vessel that is about to birth something new, I think that's where we can start to take comfort in our negredo, okay? And so actually, it's funny, like I said, I didn't overly sort of plan or prepare this episode, but... I know I was reading, I can't remember which one it was, but one of Jung's works where he spoke about, again, the Negredo, but he was talking about his own experience of this too, all right? And I can very, I can really relate to this, even though the guy lived, you know, however long ago it was, it was like, you know, a lifetime ago, over a century ago. So much of what he shared around how he got through his Negredo is just is so interesting to me. And it's something I can really relate to as well, because I've definitely been here. I've been very open with you guys sharing 
a lot of my own experience with this, you know, whether I've used the term dark night or void or, or whatever it happens to be, you know, I've gone through a lot of personal change in my life, particularly over the last three to four years as well, like so many of you have also. But one of the things he spoke about in terms of this is that, and, and I love this because he was just so practical and grounded, as well as obviously had these incredible visions and ideas and created this new body of work. But he spoke about how when going through this, you will be called to still walk, sleep, eat, and smoke. <laughs> okay. Uh, so whether you're a smoker or not, don't know. But the thing that I love about what he said is that actually it's about putting one small step in front of another, one right path, you know, one right foot on the path in front of you as it presents itself. And there's no um, no need to be going into big plans and doing, trying to do all of the things and overwhelming yourself. Actually, sometimes it's going to be about, you know, what, what's the next right thing to do here? Oh, okay. It might be just doing that load of washing that's piling up in the corner or, you know, and so it's sort of like, it's the, it's the, in the mundane and the day to day. And the fact that you keep getting up and you put one foot in front of the other, you light a cigarette, you know, have a morning fag, like if that's your thing or make your cup of coffee or whatever. It's like, it's actually in those small daily grounding actions that we start to move through this. Okay. Because really what is so tricky, I think when we're in this place and we can feel this arrival, we can feel something is emerging and we're feeling like we're in that life crisis and in that incubation and where it's feeling the pressure and, you know, we're going through all of these painful aspects of being confronted with our shadow parts. Actually, the most grounding thing that we can do is to put one foot in front of the other and just start to step our way through this piece by piece by piece, showing up to our obligations at work, checking off our emails, taking that client call, doing the thing day to day, and actually starting to become really comfortable with the fact that actually there's this other thing that's wanting to emerge as well, because what we do as humans, and, and again, I can relate to this and I'd be curious to know if you can too, is that we try and solve it, okay? We can't solve our way out of a negredo, okay? We can't solve it. We can't whiteboard it. And this is something I do and I can really, like I'm having actually a personal breakthrough even just on this podcast. It's like, you should see my office, right? And there is real evidence of, of my negredo from years past too, because I've still got things up on my whiteboard. I've got piles of notebooks stashed away with ideas and concepts and post-it notes everywhere because I default to trying to solve my way out of things. Okay. I'm a big, you know, a big thinker. I have a lot of air energy. Okay. So I'm like, right, let's vision my way out. Like, what's this going to look like? Let's try and create it. And the thing is, I try and alchemize too quickly and too early. All right. <laughs> so this is just, this is me. And I'm sure many of you can relate to this too, but it's like, we can't solve our way out of a negredo. We can't birth something. We can't birth a baby that's not ready to be birthed right now. <laughs> so there is such an element of trust and of letting go and really looking after ourselves and caring for ourselves in the best possible way as we move through this period of change. Okay. And so what I don't want to take away from is the fact that it can be painful. And sometimes we need professional support throughout this period too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I don't want to take away from the fact that it can feel really hard when you're in it and let's just call it tight. Like it can, it can feel really hard. I know this is also the point too, where 
uh, some people experience suicidal thoughts and, and things also. Uh, Jung spoke a lot about this in his work with the Negredo also. Um, and, you know, my, my words of advice to you on that is absolutely you need to be calling in that support team, okay? Um, and so what I don't want is for me, when I talk about the, the kind of the bigger arc of transformation in your life, I, I'm not taking away from the very real reality of how it can feel. I've been there too, and I get it, and I've been taken to that edge several times in my life as well, okay? So it's like I want you to know that there is this duality of the negrito there is the when you're in it okay and we can't control it and it feels really dark but then there is also this incredible arc of transformation that's going on in our lives and I think when we can start to if we can start to just see that actually that provides a lot of comfort also in the moment okay um one thing that I wanted to to also share is and kind of tying this back into into the shadow and, and shadow work specifically is Sometimes when we're going through this, really what's happening is that we are being confronted by our shadow, our ego, our persona mask is being confronted by our shadow, all right? And so I guess if you look over the last couple of years, um, you know, relationships have maybe fallen apart, uh, maybe people have lost their jobs and, and they're starting to deal with sense of their sense of worthiness, they're starting to deal with a sense of purposelessness or a lack of direction, um, you know, maybe you know, I've heard about people having online affairs or, um, you know, even if we look at the TV and remember when everyone went through that weird phase of like running to the supermarket to get all the toilet paper, like we're, we're seeing all of these things. Okay. And we're looking in, at other people and we're judging them, but, you know, this is sort of shadow work 101 as well. It's like, we can only see in others what we already have within us. All right and our ego wants to fight that statement so desperately you know I I hear myself saying that and I'm like I'm not those things I'm not greedy I'm not this da, 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 da. but actually it's our ego and our ego desperately wants to defend against being seen as anything negative okay quote unquote negative all right um, or anything dark so we will defend against it and that's where the judgments come in that's where the criticisms of others come in too but what's happening is through what I believe is this real collective dark night of the soul and sort of as we start to emerge through the other side of that now, we're starting to really notice and be confronted with these painful aspects of ourselves that we cannot numb and that we cannot run away from anymore. We cannot deny anymore. And part of that has been because we've been so restricted in terms of our movement. It's like, oh, guess what? You know, you can't travel to 19 countries in one year anymore and just escape, <laughs> escape your reality. Yeah, It's kind of like we're being confronted with this stuff more so than ever. All right. And this can be really confusing and it can be really painful because the way that our persona mask works, you know, the, the persona is almost like the mask of the ego that we show to everyone else and the way that we show up in society. You know, often we've formed that persona around these sort of these nice elements, these light elements of ourselves, okay? Um, you know, I'm a moral person. I've got good values. I'm, you know, full of integrity. I have authenticity, da, 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 da. And what happens is that those nice aspects of ourselves, the persona mask that we wear, okay, are really challenged when we're confronted by our own by our own shadow, okay? So when we see in others, when we see desperation or when we see greed or when we see a lack of integrity, 
it really challenges our own ego mask because we're like, oh my gosh, you know, there's an element of that within me, just as there is within everyone too. And I know this can be a really tricky concept to come to terms with, because again, our ego likes to fight against it. But like Jung said, in all of us, we have a trickster. In all of us, we have a thief. In all of us, we have a tyrant. Okay. But the way that we start to, um, it's almost like the way that we start to, to deal with those darker shadow aspects of ourselves is actually by inviting them to the table. And that doesn't mean you need to go out and be a trickster. It doesn't mean that you are a secret kind of a tyrant, but it means that you're desperately defending against being seen that way. All right. But it's like, actually, if you just allowed that part, that energetic part to be present and we shone a light on it, and this is really the key of shadow work. It's calling forward what's in the dark to the light. Okay. And gave it a seat at the table. You know, basically when we do that, it means that we don't have to enact those things in reality. Okay. This is a big belief of, of Jung. All right. So when we can own those parts of ourselves, when we can see them, when we can sit them all down at a dinner table, I've used this analogy a number of times now where it's like, if we have all of these guests at a dinner party and we're only kind of paying attention to half of the guests, the other half of the guests that are being ignored are going to get really pissed off. Okay. Our inner tyrant is going to get pissed off. I'm going to start kicking over chairs. Okay. <laughs> And, you know, our inner trickster is going to start playing tricks on everyone just to get attention. So it's kind of like, actually, if we can call all of these parts of ourselves, these incredible parts of ourselves, because they all have light and shadow aspects, by the way, even the trickster, even the tyrant, even the thief. Okay. And we can call all of these parts of ourselves to the table and let them have space, bring them into the light. Then we don't have to enact them in quote unquote real life. Okay. So just to kind of wind it back a little bit. All right. I believe what's happening right now with this feeling of something is emerging. I know a lot of people are in this void space or coming through the other side of that dark night or in a grado. Okay. I think what's happening is this disillusion of old forms, old structures, old things that have held us up, okay? Whether that is our business and the way we run our business and what we teach and, and what we're all about or what we do in our career or the labels that we've been defined by or the 20-year relationship that we've been in and the way that our life looks, okay, and all of the labels and all of the things, okay? I believe what's happening is a lot of that is starting to dissolve away a little bit. All right. When we're left sort of wondering, well, who am I really? What am I all about? What's next for me? What is emerging? What is arriving? Okay. And this, again, this isn't a solution to say, here's the five-step plan around how to figure it out because it isn't anything that you can figure out. Remember the Negredo, you can't figure it out. You can't solve your way out of it. It's something that you just need to be with and notice through these two perspectives, yes, one, remember being in it, of course, taking every, you know, step by step, day by day, having a smoke, having a, <laughs> having a coffee, responding to your client emails, but also where you can, I'd invite you to really start to lift up and look at it as this arc of transformation in your life, this psycho-spiritual transformation too, where you can, okay, and starting to call in support 
and self-love and tenderness for yourself as you go through this too, okay? But just know that it's, it's actually in this death of the illusions of who we thought we were, <laughs> the labels, the job titles, the, the business that we do, the clients that we have, the money that we make, where we send our kids to school, all of those sorts of things, okay? It's actually in the death to those illusions that we can really birth through who we truly are, okay? It's how we can start to remember our amazingness, our greatness, And I really feel this is where the next chapter of our lives will be written from, okay? But what I do know as someone who's been through it over and over several times, okay, is that we really need to own our shadow, number one, where we can get that perspective on that kind of that transformative arc, okay, in our lives. I think we need to really do the shadow work around, okay, yes, I'm going to own my shadow. What does that really look like? Okay. It's looking at where I'm being challenged by my shadow. It's looking where I'm triggered. It's looking at what's coming through to me in terms of uh, the judgments that I have of other people. It's coming through in terms of even my own behaviors, for example, and maybe where I'm out of moral alignment or out of alignment with all of these, you know, the integrity that I thought I had or looking at some of those behaviors that we enact. It's starting to look at those. What are they teaching us? What are they showing us? And how can we start to, when we get our arms around that and welcome those aspects of us to the table, I think it's then about saying, okay, let's shine a light on this and let's remember. And ultimately what this brings us back to is that we are whole and this isn't about fixing ourselves. And this isn't about saying, oh, I need to kind of nibble away at this aspect of myself here. I need to cut that off. I need to bloody transcend the ego. Like I I just, I'm going to do a whole other episode on that, but it's remembering that you are perfectly engineered for where you are right now. You are perfectly whole. Okay. Whole doesn't mean perfect without flaw. Okay. Whole means light and dark, light, shadow, and everything in between. Okay. So I kind of just wanted to, to just share (laughs) some thoughts around this today. Okay. What I would really love is is for you to just send me your thoughts on this, either post them below, obviously, or you're very welcome to email me privately as well, amanda at lightpurposeliving.com. I'd love to know if this episode resonated with you, if you're feeling this kind of, this something new arriving, this emergence within yourself, whether that is in your relationships or in your business or your career or wherever, just notice what's bubbling up for you right now. And one of the main things that I would share as well before I kind of finish up is just lots and lots and lots of self-love and self-care as you go through this. All right. But look, I would love to just hear from you, hear your thoughts on this. As I said, are you going through this? Can you relate to this? Um, Would love any insights that you have on this episode too. It's just a conversation I wanted to open up with you guys again, with no like five point plan on how to, how to fix it, (laughs) which is, um, you know, that's really been a part of my own journey as well, personally and spiritually. It's like actually not everything can be or needs to be fixed. It's just sometimes it just is and that's okay. All right. So lots of love and until next time, I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Talk podcast today. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do leave us a review and share it with your friends. For further information about our programs and free content, head on over to lightpurposeliving.com. See you soon.